Welcome to the Five Heart Podcast. This is Todd Wolverton hosting this evening in the absence of should-be an Emmy Award-winning journalist, Greg Mahachka, who is busy raising his family. Uh, I'm here this evening with John Dam Johnston, the uh, leader of Corn Nation, the founder of Corn Nation, and uh, the winner of the 2021 <laughs> Greater Minneapolis Area Dude Lookalike Contest. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I, is there a award like that? I'm giving myself one. I think I you think can put stuff off. You can just put up awards on the internet. And you can do that. Like, or you, you can, I could see you winning that. You could take like an oatmeal box and some gold spray paint and some glitter and stuff and make yourself a trophy. <laughs> I might do that. How, how, how's it going in the far north tonight, John? Uh, it's 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 a beautiful day. I'm fighting a war with Japanese beetles and my ras. They're attacking my raspberry bush, and I have three strategically placed bug bags around it that are filling up with beetles. Every morning, I go out there and I pull them off in droves, and I throw them into the bag. I don't stomp on them so they get a quick, easy death. They can just struggle down there with the hundreds of other ones that are flying into the bag. The little bastards. It's a little early for Japanese beetles down here. And I just had a beer accident, which a beer accident, well, it's not the first time. So, well, really? yeah, well, you know. You have a nice shirt on. Tell us about it. Well, that that um, that shirt is a, it's kind of one of those uh, nostalgic uh, shirts, you know, retro or whatever. This was when um, Nebraska, I got this shirt back when, uh, Nebraska named Tom Osborne, the athletic director. And I figured, you know, uh, in light of recent events, um, I would go back to, oh, maybe my second or third favorite athletic director that Nebraska's had in my lifetime. Um, it says so got Tom. It says got Tom. And we got Tom because we had Steve and had to get rid of Steve. So, um yeah. So and anyway. now, now, now there's been a big brand new hire at Nebraska that is exciting everyone. Oh, sure. I'm, I am absolutely jacked up, pumped. You know, this is, this is actually the best thing that's happened in Nebraska, you know, in quite a while. Um, Will Bolt has brought Rob Childress on board to be the uh, director of player development with uh, the Nebraska baseball team. Um, you know, it's just been, one good thing after another. A lot of good baseball news lately. You know, had a couple players, Schwellenbach and, and Povich were drafted, and they were able to keep – Cam um, Wynn. And Cam Wynn. Cam Wynn, that's right. I forgot about him. Um, still wondering about Jackson Hallmark, if he's going to be back. I hope so. Um, but, uh, you know, the incoming players that, um, you know, they were looking at uh, possibly getting drafted, the Cristo kid out of uh, Elkhorn and – a kid from South Dakota and then the, the hood kid from down at Norris, uh, none of them were drafted uh, or drafted high enough that they were going to enter the draft. So they'll be coming to Nebraska. But, you know, the, the big deal is that Rob Childress, who was the pitching coach when Dave Van Horn um, came to Nebraska, um, he is going to come and join Will Bolt. Um, and the interesting thing is, is when he was the head coach at Texas A&M, 
all of the three coaches that are currently at Nebraska all coached under him. So in terms of player development, you know, we talk about that a lot in football, that one of the weaknesses with the Nebraska program in recent years is a lack of player development. Um, who better than Rob Childress to be responsible? So that's a really good thing, a big deal that happened this week. But I'm guessing, John, that's probably not the big deal that you were talking about. The other the other hire that took place. Could it well, possibly? Well, I kind of was. I was more excited about Rob Childress <laughs> than I was this other guy they hired, to be honest with you. And I, I have, uh, I immediately, when it got leaked, because everything at Nebraska gets leaked ahead of announcements. And, uh, you know, that kind of pissed me off. And so I wasn't really happy with the hire of uh, Trev Alberts as our athletic director. And, and then on top of that, the constant leaking stuff. And maybe it's jealousy on my part. Maybe it's because Sam McKeon has contacts and those contents don't feed me breaking news. You know, maybe you guys at the athletic department could shed some, just throw things my way once in a while and I'll break <laughs> them and they'll turn out to not be true. You know, like well, Scott the, Frost getting fired in August. There you go. That Somebody <laughs> could break that news. Wouldn't be true at all, but I go ahead and break it. Scott Frost is going to be fired in August. There you go. Anyway, well, Trev Alberts gets hired as the next Nebraska athletic director after the forced retirement. Why do we even say that? Why don't we just, why can't people just say people are fired? They're laid off. They're let go. We're going in a different direction, Bob. What is the well, gutlessness is America that we can't just say you're fired, Bill. Take your $4 billion and get the fuck out of here. Uh, anyway, think, Trev Alberts is our new athletic director. What was your reaction, Todd? Well, my, my reaction is, was disappointment. And um, I had hoped that it would be somebody other than Trev Alberts. To be honest with you, I, I didn't have a person picked out. Um, you know, I thought it was intriguing that Jamie Pollard might possibly have been a candidate. Uh, we talked a little bit about that on the last podcast. Um, but, you know, the – there's a couple of things, I guess, that I'll, I'll throw out here. First of all, I know that coordination has caught a, caught a little flack from some people out there about being so negative about the, the Trev Alberts hire. Just a and little flack. Just a little flack. Um, but on the flip side, it just amazes me how other uh, media sources or media outlets, you know, are just gushing about Trev Alberts being the, the, the new hire. And that is hard hitting journalism, Mr. Wolverton, hard hitting journalism. I, I guess, I guess gushing is hard hitting journalism, but I, you know, and, and here's the thing, here's my thing with Trev Alberts. You know, I like Trev Alberts as a player. I thought he was fun to watch. You know, he was, uh, he represented Nebraska. Well, I liked him when he was on ESPN um, you know, there's a, there are a lot of things to like about Trev Alberts. And, you know, we all, we all view things through our own lenses. And, you know, we look at, you know, what's important to us. And why am I disappointed? It's because of how Trev Alberts handled things at the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Now, people could say, oh, Todd, grow up, get over it, you're petty. But when an athletic director comes in and he cuts the most successful sport that a college has, and that was wrestling. And the way that he handled it um, was just absolutely horrible. Now, you know, 
we don't know. I don't know what went on behind closed doors. You know, who made that call? Was it coming from above? You know, there, there was an excellent series of articles on flow wrestling not long ago that described everything that happened or a lot of what happened there. But I know a lot about that program. And that program was, you know, uh, a, a, a program that Mike Denny built from nothing and turned it into, you know, a, a national powerhouse. There was no reason that that sport had to be cut. None. And but they, they were going to all... the Summit League, and the Summit League didn't have wrestling, Todd. Well, okay. You know what? Um, th- there, were, there was a, a long time when the Big Ten didn't have hockey, and yet Minnesota, Minnesota. and Wisconsin had hockey, and it wasn't a sport in the Big Ten. You know, I mean, yeah. So the, the, thing, the thing about it is, and I've got my opinions about why it all happened. I'm not going to go down that road tonight. It doesn't make a difference. But on the flip side of that, I want what is best for Nebraska. And if Trev Alberts shows the kind of leadership that uh, allows Nebraska to build its programs and to become competitive across the board, um, then, then good for Trev Alberts. I hope he's the guy. I'm not going to wish the guy bad luck. I'm not going to sit here and hope that he fails so that, you know, five years from now I can say, I told you so, I told you so. I mean, that, how petty is that? That's not the point. I, I think that's an important point to make is that, uh, you know, I'm not happy with the higher ear, but I don't want him to fail. No, I mean, that's like that's like, you know what? I'm not happy with the presidents we keep electing, but I don't want them to fail because that hurts us. That hurts all of us. And Nebraska is something we love collectively together. I would hope that everybody that listens to this would agree on that. And we don't want Trev Alberts to fail as an athletic director. You know, and and truth be told, you know, Trev Alberts has done a nice job at UNL. Um, You know, that was a tough assignment that he had there, you know, to take him, you know, up to a, a full division one program. You know, I understand that. Um, and, you know, he's, he's done some positive things there. He's had, you know, the baseball team, you know, has, has played well, the softball teams played well, soccer teams. Uh, you know, I, I think they've had some men's soccer teams in the last couple of years that have done really well. Um, but, you know, and, and I'm not going to sit there and say, well, you know, I mean, there have been some critics out there saying, well, why would Nebraska hire Trev Alberts? He cut the football program at UNO. Well, you know, um, there was a little bit of difference between the football program at UNO and the wrestling program at UNO. And, uh, you know, I don't think too many people are drawing that distinction. And they can say, well, Todd, get off of that. You know, yeah, you're a wrestler and, and whatever. But the truth of the matter was, was that, that football program at UNO at that time, if they wanted to go to Division One, there was no way that that football program was capable of moving to Division One without an incredible, incredible infusion of money, which they weren't going to generate. That wrestling program at UNO could have made the move to Division One, And as a matter of fact, they competed well against Division One schools, you know, when they, when they did compete against them in tournaments and that type of thing. They they could hold their own. No, they weren't national champions and national place winners at that level, but they could have competed. So beyond that, Trev Alberts did a really good job, has done at UNO. So 
my understanding is the way that he handled this is these guys at UNO actually won a national title and were in process of celebrating a national title when he called the head coach on the phone and said, your program is ended. Yep. Happened out at Kearney. They, they had just won the national title. They wrestled out at Kearney state for the national championship. They were most of them back at the hotel. They were beginning their celebration. Yes. And he called Mike Denny and told him that night that your program has been dropped. Um, you know, there's other things that seem awful petty, uh, in hindsight, but, you know, um, Mike Denny was a class act and, you know, that's a name that boy, unless you're really, you know, involved in wrestling in the state of Nebraska, you probably don't know anything about the guy, but, um, he was an amazing man that, um, and still is, I mean, he was coaching down at Maryville, um, college down in the St. Louis area. I mean, he kind of moved the UNO program down there and started the program um, down there. But anyway, you know, to your knowledge, to your knowledge, as a single member of our beloved Nebraska media, ask Trev Alberts the question, if you had to do that over again, would you do it differently? So he can clear the air? I don't know that anybody's asked that question, but of course, you know, I've, I haven't read much of what's come out from his press conference. And I, I, I assume that we, sh- we have a responsibility to do that if we're going to stand here and pontificate, but I don't know that he has um, been asked that question, but some, somebody certainly should have. And, you know, I understand that Jordan Burroughs was one of the uh, people that was involved on the hiring team. And so, you know, Jordan Burroughs and Mark Manning are very, very close. I mean, you know, they, they have had a very strong relationship ever since Jordan Burroughs came to the Nebraska um, as an athlete. And Mark Manning is a UNO grad. Mark Manning was um, uh, uh, um, very, very close and still is to, to Mike Denny. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm going to guess that Jordan, you know, knew that, but Jordan Burroughs doesn't have the voice, you know, he doesn't have veto power, you know, Right. Um, but I, I'm going to hope, I'm going to hope that because Nebraska is in a different situation than what UNO was when, when Trev Alberts was hired, I'm going to hope that Trev Alberts is going to be able to, you know, put um, emphasis where it needs to be. Um, Wrestling has been a successful program, you know, well, it wasn't UNO. But um, I think I think Trev Alberts has got bigger fish to fry at Nebraska to be worrying about some of the uh, Olympic sports and uh, um, non-revenue sports. Uh, you know, let's just make sure that that those programs are adequately funded, that their facilities are up to snuff, and that they've got good coaches. Uh, Trev Alberts used to be thinking about how he's going to get that money raised to build that uh, new uh, football complex uh, to get that all paid off. He needs to figure out what he can do to support the football program to move it forward, uh, the men's basketball program to move it forward. Uh, those are the big cash cows um, that uh, he's, he's been hired to, to support and make sure that they um, can, can raise their level of success. You know, with regards to the Jordan Burroughs things, there's been two times in my consulting career that I have been asked by customers Uh, to recommend a person for the job to replace me. Because as a consultant for smaller companies, my job has been in many cases to help them grow to the point that they no longer need my services. And two times in my career, 
I have actually recommended people that I did not like personally and did not get along with. So, but I looked at my customer and, you know, I always did the right thing by my customers or tried to, unless they were complete bastards. But <clears throat> I didn't say that. Anyway, on both cases, you know, I recommended people that I didn't, they didn't care for me. And quite frankly, in one case, I didn't care for them. And then one of them, basically, they hired the guy and he said, well, you're not needed here anymore. And that was the end of my, you know, my uh, relationship with them. The other guy kept me around for stuff for a long time. So I actually worked for a guy uh, that, you know, I didn't care for at the time. And we just started, I just kind of put my personal feelings aside and said, I have a job to do. That's what this is about. It's not about, you know, your personal feelings, whether or not you like somebody. It's it's about doing business and, you know, well, and again, case of Trev Alberts is about being successful athletic director at the university of Nebraska Lincoln, you know, and, and I got to believe that Trev Alberts has got, he's got some charisma. I mean, you, uh, you could tell that when he was a player, um, you could see it on ESPN. Um, you know, he's, and he's, he's been at, you know, what, 12 years. Is that right? That he's been at, yeah, you know, so, yeah. Um, you know, and, and he's and he succeeded. And Trev Alberts is one of his biggest responsibilities is he's got to be able to work with, communicate with um, the big money donors. And um, he also he's going to have to oversee this new thing that we call name, image and likeness. And he's going to have to you know have the right people in place to navigate all of that. Um, you know, and, and here's the other thing that. Um, I think, you know, can't be ignored is I think the NCAA is facing new frontiers. And um, Mark Emmert just came out today with, um, you know, some statements from a meeting that he held where he thinks there needs to be some decentralization in the NCAA. And, you know, okay, so what's that going to look like? So, you know, um, oh, come on. You know damn well what he's saying there. He's basically saying, I still want to get paid two, three million dollars a year, but not be responsible for everything. Yeah, there because you go. Now Mark Emmert has concluded exactly why they renewed his contract, which was basically, Mark, you're going to watch over the demise of everything we've held dear for decades. <laughs> and it's going to be your name associated with the <laughs> shit that comes after this. And every administrator and every athletic director might end up using the name Mark Emmert, like in place of toilet forever. I'm going to go to the Emmert. We should decentralize <laughs> and not have the, I want to play nice now that I'm getting destroyed in tiny bits and cuts and bleeding. Well, you know, and we all, you know, we all know that, you know, the NCAA in 2021 is nothing like it was in 1995 or 1972 or whenever it was. It's, it's evolved and changed a lot. And, and so, you know, Trev Alberts, he had a vision when he was at UNO. And, um, you know, let's, let's hope that he has a vision for where Nebraska is going to go and he has uh, the skills and the resources and um, is able to have the people in place that he needs to have in place to move the programs forward. So, um, you know, there, there is, is one, one more thing that I have to bring up about Trev Alberts that I absolutely freaking hate. 
And it, he looks I, good in a suit. His hair is you nice. Know, he does look good in a suit, and that's he part does of look it. good in a suit. I I have like almost zero respect for people that dye their hair. If you, if you can't handle getting gray hair, and I don't give a fuck if you're going to be on camera, if you're not an actor that's playing a role that has to look like a certain part, just let it go. Good God, you <laughs> vain son of a bitch! My Maybe God, he's... You, either that or shave your head and put a rat on. Like Maybe he's rat. got good like jeans. Crockett hat. Walk Maybe. around with that thing on. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know, here's the deal. Trev Alberts is the AD at the University of Nebraska. It's his job to move the program forward uh, and make those decisions that need to be made. Um, I hope to see Nebraska um, rise up to the levels that um, – you know, in all in all of the sports where they're successful and can compete, um, you know, with the best programs in the country, it's it's frustrating for me. You know, when at the end of the year, when they show you the the stand, what is it? The Sears? No, it's not the Sears. Whoever it is, you know, the all the one sports, that Stanford wins every year. The one that Stanford wins every year. It's the it's uh, the uh, the Sears Directors Cup. Is it, it the Directors Cup? Yeah. Yeah. To not even see Nebraska there is <laughs> that's that's frustrating yeah. because yeah. Nebraska has had good programs in all of their sports, um, and not to see them included in those lists that's that's disheartening. That's discouraging. You so, know what the other problem with that is? Tell me. We're good, Todd. We're we're good, decent, hardworking people. And it's like God or somebody who doesn't want to, you know, they, they has forsaken us. I mean, I read King Arthur books when I was young. You do all the right things. And then they, the whole Lancelot Guinevere thing came along and Excalibur and the sword without a king and the king without a sword and the land fell apart. I believed all that stuff. And now Nebraska, my beloved Nebraska, does everything right as an athletic department. And what do we get? Fucking <laughs> lose it. That's what we did. Well, time to put on our big boy pants and, and figure it out. So what else happened this week that you found oh, interesting? Well, we kind of we covered the baseball. We kind of covered uh football and a big oh, 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 oh. Our former brethren in the Big 12 have had their media days going on lately. And um, I saw a little blurb today that kind of piqued my interest a little bit. According to the Big 12 officiating coordinator, his name is Greg Burks. I know that name. If, if players on the field for teams playing against the Texas Longhorns, go horns down, it will result in a foul. Now, <laughs> I've got some pretty strong feelings about this. Because do you really? I do. Because Texas prides itself on being Texas. The toughest, yeah. manliest. Manliest. State in the country. Texans think they're better than everybody else. And yet, Texas 
is the two-year-old toddler <laughs> in the cereal aisle. When mom says, no, you can't have Captain Crunch. And they start going, wah, 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 wah. Because some defensive back from Kansas, when they return a pick six, turns around to some giant six foot six, 340 pound Texas Longhorn offensive tackle and goes like this. That hurts him. <laughs> it's not that, sportsman like Todd. That causes him pain, <laughs> suffering. I mean, what the hell? Are we going to uh, – so when somebody plays Kansas and Kansas does something good or bad or whatever and the opposing team says, hey, you Jay sucker. So does that mean – or you Jay cock. You know, that's a 15-year – the squawk eyes, oh, my goodness gracious, if this goes to the Big Ten. And, and, you know, after, after you know, we return a, a punt for a touchdown and somebody yells, hey, you squawk eyes. So that's a 15-yard penalty. That's a foul. Oh, my goodness gracious. I think the key is, is can you do it sideways like this? Or, I mean, which, which part is it downward? I mean, is it actually going to get called? If I keep it, like, sideways, is that a penalty or is it – have to be all Does the way it have down? to be down? Well, you know, if, if we're talking, down. you know, Texas Tech has guns up. So what if you go guns down? Is guns down? That hurts me. Except unless you're drawing the guns. And if you're the act of drawing or putting them back in the holsters. Oh. Right? If you're pulling the guns out, then that's okay. But if you're holding them down like this for an extended period of over three seconds, that should be a personal foul of taunting. I, okay, so if I'm here and I go right back to my holster, I'm good. Yeah. But if I hold them too long here, that – well, what are we going to do with Gig'em? You know, what is the whole Gig'em thing? Gig'em – Texas A&M has the Gig'ems. I can't remember what that the is. All gig-em? I know is that you took a three-pong, like a trident, and you killed gig-em. frogs with it. That's gigging them. Well, and I think Texas TCU has a horned frog thing. You know, I'm a little bit worried about hand gestures. And maybe you shouldn't be worried about it because I think it's a a clear sign from Greg Burks, the guy who officiated the Texas A&M game years ago, who flagged us 16 times and didn't bother flagging them more than three. Uh, That's the guy in charge. And that's the guy blathering on about this. And basically what he says is, Texas is special, and they need to be tra- treated special. You know, kind of like window liquors. Special. I just can't. They're Texas, by God. And they haven't gotten back, and they need preferential treatment. Because it's only because of Texas that everything else exists. So this is holding Texas back. It is. It's hurting them in- inside. <clears throat> Doing that horns down thing is just it's 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 hurting people. People are hurting. It just it just blows my mind that this is an issue. It just is incredible to me 
that, yeah, okay, so huck the Fuskers. Oh, oh. oh my. <laughs> oh, John, you know what? I got a little carried away there. I'm sorry. You did. I'm sorry. So once again, Texas gets preferential treatment from the Big 12. I guess nobody should be shocked by this. <sighs> Thank God we're out of there. Thank God. <laughs> Amen. So yeah. the bottom line is we're both a little bit negative on Trev Alberts as the athletic director, but we both want him to succeed. Absolutely. I want Nebraska, I want Nebraska to, to be a successful program. I cheer for him. You know, we all we all want the teams to win. I want to see the football program win. I want to see the football program beat Iowa, beat Wisconsin, beat Ohio State. You know, I want to be able to go into that stadium and see the students sitting on the 50-yard line raising hell and generating all kinds of excitement and getting the crowd pumped up and where big games are big games again. Um, you know, and I, – I, 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 I want to be in that place where instead of people being fearful about going down to Norman, you know, in the third week of right. the season and thinking, oh, my gosh, we could get embarrassed again on national team. No, let's go down to Norman and kick some ass. You know, let's have that right. kind of confidence. And that's that's the Nebraska program that I want to see. I don't care about national championships. You know what? <laughs> there is so much that goes into being, you know, a national champion and a lot of things that you can't control. Let's just worry about having a football program out there that can climb, that can line up against anybody on any given day and win football games. And it doesn't matter who they're playing. Yeah. Well, I couldn't say it better my, myself. We should end there. Well, we could. <laughs> John, hey, it's good seeing you once again. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how you do in the National Dude Lookalike Contest, which I think is coming up in the middle of October, if I'm not mistaken. I think the winner gets a pair of bowling shoes. And uh, I've heard something, I've heard something about a napkin that John Goodman used underneath um, his, uh, God, what the hell drink did he drink that? No, the dude drank, whatever. But uh, I wish you all the best in, in your pursuits for that title. So with that being said, this is Todd Wolverton signing off from the Five Heart Podcast, where five hearts are all the heart you need. John? Go Big Red! I love you, Trev Alberts. <laughs>